Ouais. What a start. I'm going to get straight into it. Don't have time to fuck around tonight. Let's clap it in on three, two, one. Definitely, uh, I think earlier in the week, Adelaide had come out and said it's going to be a low-scoring game, so they're, they're pretty straight to the word. They don't talk a lot of uh, smoke and shadows behind the, behind the window. Say that again. Oh, no, what a goal! Oh, yeah, boy, what is going on? Can you believe it? I see it! Oh, my God! And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to all the listeners out there, Draft Legends family playing at home, we are back and you are listening to another episode of the Supercoach Draft Legends. It's been a big week, huge results uh, on and off the Supercoach circuit, got a lot to get through tonight, so we'll get stuck in, but just want to give a quick uh, apology to everybody tonight. Um, first of all, to the coaches, our coaches in the Draft Legends League. Um, secondly, to the listeners, um, I know you expect a standard from us. I know you hold us to that standard. Um, so I just want to apologise in advance, but unfortunately tonight um, we're a man down. Uh, your favourite half of the panel, the Cron Hunter, isn't going to be with us here tonight. It's fair enough. Let it out. Uh, he's dropped the ball a bit lately, the Cron Hunter, uh, Steve. Um, late arrivals, delaying of recording, cancelling of pods, uh, etc. We've tried to work around it, but you guys deserve better. And uh, tonight's pod will not be cancelled. We will not be cancelling. We'll be going ahead with recording with or without Steve. Uh, let him know about it when you see him or reach out to him on the socials. Uh, whatever it may be, let him know about it. Very ordinary effort for mine, but uh, the show must go on. Uh, I've managed to get one of the great men of the league uh, to give us a chop out and help me get something out in the airways for the Draft Legends family tonight. Uh, without this man, tonight simply would not be possible. So put your hands together. The King of the North. Let's go. Wow. Welcome, Sim. Thank you very much, mate. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, as always. Uh, fucking can't wait to get stuck into this one. We've got a lot to get through, a lot of uh, exciting things happening. When we last spoke on here, there was a bit, wasn't much to talk about, so there's a lot to talk about tonight. We're three rounds into the AFL season, or two, and uh, shit's starting to get serious. So everything's fucking going up, Millie. Our Supercoach draft is absolutely peaking at the moment. The boys are on fire, so keen to, keen to get stuck in tonight, mate. Yeah, well said. Very well said. You got the Draft Legends merch on arrival as well. How's it feeling? Unreal, mate. Yeah, feel right at home here. Yeah. Big shoes to fill as well, just quietly. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Um, you're banging down the door, Sim, for a permanent seat at the moment. Uh, drop of a hat. Can you come on? Yes, I can. Um, audience loves that. Kids are happy about that. Um, Steve, be wary, Steve, tuning in tomorrow. Um, your seat is... It's up in the air at the moment, um, let's be honest. So, 
Big yeah. shoes to fill, though, Sim. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Now, I think um, I think he's safe, the big fella. But yeah, it's good to be here, mate. Love talking uh, a bit of footy. So yeah, can he get stuck in? Let's get into it then. Uh, appreciate you jumping on to short notice. Thank you very much. Hope everyone um, enjoys the show tonight with uh, the King of the North on board. I'm uh, going to move on to the head-to-head results from round two. Uh, there was a bit going on. First game, Dean Peterson's 12-24, takes down the Blazers, 11-42. Uh, look, it was a really good hit-out with the Blazers. Uh, I've reached out to him a couple of times throughout the week, and uh, notably today, actually. We'll bring that up a bit later on, but yeah, it was a, it was a good hit-out. Uh, fortunately for myself, I just got over the line, but... Um, yeah, happy with that? yeah, I'm happy with that. Absolutely. I'm happy with another win, but um, it was tough. It was a tough win, so I'm just happy to, happy to get the W, four Absolutely. points. Absolutely. Shout out, Blazers, though. I've uh, got the division killer, 1184, taking down uh, the potty co-host, the Cron Hunter, 1065. Uh, look, the Cron Hunter will be disappointed with that. Division killer, it's a fucking handy win, 2-0 and on the season at the moment, division killer. Is he? Yeah, he is. Clap that in. Scroll B4, or are you just scrapping that? Uh, like I'm dropping it, like yeah. but um, time to move past. Yeah, like that's a is that a that's a bar. <laughs> First of the night, coming in hot, king of the north. His team actually looks pretty good, so he's he's going to be someone you're going to be wary of. Absolutely, uh, I've got Scribe v three, um, the reigning defending Scribe with score thirteen forty four. It's our uh, it's another Hutto. Join the Hutto Club, Scribe. Takes down the crypto coach with 1058. There's a rivalry here. Goes back to a minimum last year and probably the year prior. Uh, there's a lot of banner on the airwaves, uh, on the airwaves and on the socials, actually. So Scribe will be really happy with that win. Uh, got the baggies, 1151. Uh, goes down to tonight's potty co-host, the King of the North with a score of 1307. Join the Hutto Club. Let's go. Yes, let's go. How's the air up there, Sim? Oh, it's good, mate. It's been a while. Forgot what it felt like, to be honest. So, yeah. It was actually... I was pretty surprised, to be honest. I think my team's probably overreached on the weekend, but good to get the win, mate. Oh, well, don't play it down. It's a good score. 13.07. You might not huddle up again for the year, so you've yeah. got to enjoy it. <laughs> no, like, you might not. Like, it's good, to enjoy it. it's good to enjoy it while it's there. So, congratulations. No, Great score. Thanks, and mate. Not, a nice win, more importantly. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking DeBaggers was running his mouth a fair bit fucking the week before, so it was good to get the chocolates. He was running his mouth a little yeah, bit on the socials. Yeah, you kept, you <laughs> sort of just wore that. I wore it a little bit. But, um, just, yeah, let my team do knew, the talk. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. You knew what was, you obviously knew he was coming up in the following round, so. Yeah. Um, nah, yeah, it was good. It was a good contest, but got the chocolates in the end. It was good. Take the first laugh, I guess. That's it. Next matchup, we got Wanners <clears throat> first Green Demons. Wanners twelve sixty eight defeated uh, Green Demons twelve sixteen. Look, Wanners he's going to be hard to beat this year. There's a long way to go. Anything can happen, but you just love his team. He's just got good selections all around. Um, yeah, I just love what he's doing. Love the team name. Love the shield. Just all about it. I think I'm taking a bit of pops fucking pops love for him here, but yeah. He's, he's going to be hard to beat. Credit to Grand Demons for a good score there, though. It was actually a really good match. It was a lot like it's not closer than it was because it was tight, but the Green Demons at, at one point was looking like he was going to win it. So, and the one is probably uh, Cherry, Chris, Tristan Cherry from North Melbourne, probably got him over the line there yeah, with a 130. One, 120, yeah. 120 Berg. Luke Jackson, 137. He had a good few good scorers there. Very consistent sort of lineup he's got going there. Chad Warner's a good pickup late in the draft, 123. So he's looking pretty strong. Good, uh, good effort from the Mints, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to clap that in. Absolutely. Great effort from the Mints. 
1,200 is no laughing matter. That's a good score. Absolutely. Uh, next matchup, uh, Gilton Geary, 10-16, defeated by uh, Bluey's Backyards, 12-77. Fuck, Marcus is going to be happy with that. It's a stonker score. It's a good score, by the way. That would have been his best score in a couple of years, for sure. Not even a barb there. Yeah. He had uh, Luke Ryan, 156. You'd be happy with him. I think he had him last year as well, actually. Um, yeah, it's a good score by Bowie. I know getting the gear, he wouldn't be too happy, but he'll be back. He'll be back. He will. Absolutely, he will. I know he's not happy about that loss. Nah, you, can't, you couldn't be, could you? But I know he's a, he's a good coach. He'll be back. He'll find a way. Um, okay, next matchup. Just ridiculous for mine. It just gives me nightmares just thinking about it. We've got making me hear it. 1281 draw with 2P resurrection 1281 as well. No one likes a dead rubber. No, nah, fucking shit ass. Yeah, it's not fun. Oh, I feel for these two boys, but I guess it's better than no points. But fuck, you just—it's just sort of a nothing because they both scored well. They both probably thought they were going to win at certain stages, and they both come away with two points each. Like I said, better than nothing. Good matchup. Great matchup. It was the matchup of the yeah. week. So big applause to Steve, yeah, actually. Wow. He nails it week in, week out. You could not get any tighter than that. As simple as that. So, again, Steve, just nail on the head with that matchup for mine. Proper Jafung Barbies there. Absolute it was. What a match. Unreal. Absolute barbs. C- credit to the boys for that matchup. Yeah. Both got good lineups. Both it's funny when you jaw, like, you both feel like you're stiff. Don't you reckon? Oh, sure. You always oh. feel like you're stiff, but then also you take the two points. Oh, absolutely. You always feel like you should have won. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one Fair point. Enough, like yeah. Anywhere, one point anywhere. Like, just so many little factors in a game of football across the nine games on a weekend, which could have affected you getting the win. But mm. anyway. Just one on. point. Marcus would know about one point, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might. The great man. Up. Uh, next matchup. Burnt to a crisp. 10-15. Defeated by Can't Guard Mike. 11-18. Uh, good win for uh, Mike there. Ben Keyes, 149. He'd be happy with him. He's uh, he's going to be good this year, I reckon, Keyes. He's probably a bit underrated going into the season. Yeah, I didn't rate him. Nah. I didn't want to draft him, but yeah, he's just... Just a bit of an ugly look in your team. Yeah, I didn't like, like the look. M1. It's not a sexy pick, but at the yeah. end of the day, what a pick. Yeah, he'll be he'll be up there this year, you'd imagine. Mm. Um, yeah, Bert to Chris, he'll be back. Not his, uh, not his round. He's got a solid line up there. He'll... Um, He'll find a way to dig deep. Mm. Uh, last matchup of the round, Timbo Slice. Another pop, pop club, 9.35. Defeated by the mastermind, Nigel Nilgar, <laughs> 11.52. Just too good in the end. Not an not a amazing score, but um, I know Nigel will be happy just to get the dub. And Timbo Slice is in a bit of trouble, one would say. <laughs> Pop club, two weeks in a row for Timbo Slice. So, f- first of all, we've got a couple of Huddos there. Uh, SV3 and Cotton uh, joining the Huddo Club this week. So, congratulations, gentlemen. And uh, Timbo Slice, we just mentioned the sub 1000, the old, um, the illustrious Pop Club. Uh, don't want to be there, especially two weeks back to back. So, um, not the first two weeks of the season as well. Nah, geez. But he, he's, he's, doing a lo- he's doing a lot. So, yeah. he's making a big effort. So, best of luck, Timbo. Yeah. Um, next few weeks But congratulations to the winners there And uh, condolences to the losers Going to move on to the top scores from round two uh, There's some monster scores there Sim, you want to kick us off? Yeah, mate uh, Your man, Lockie Neal 198 First round pick 16th overall uh, Averaging 162 from the first two games I know you're contemplating probably between Neal and Petrarca And you've 
either way, you're winning there. Mm. Um, 198, it's a great score. Uh, you've probably probably the only person to have the balls, I guess, in the first 16 picks to actually go with Neil. He was a bit, I think there was a bit of a cloud or a question mark, I guess you could say. But yeah. um, it's a great pick. You're happy with that, obviously. Yeah, I'm loving it at the moment. Obviously, you can't keep up that 162 average for the rest of the year. But, um, yeah, like a semi-risky first-round pick, definitely, like especially with Petrarca there and some other mids, uh, Brayshaw there on the board. But, look, at the moment, happy with it, definitely. Absolutely. Over the moon with it at the moment, actually. Fucking oath. Why wouldn't you be? It's averaging 160. Like, yeah. It's a pretty ridiculous average. Most most of the season. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll have a good year as long as he stays injury-free, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Andy Brayshaw, another one uh, – Around that sort of pick mark, 189 uh, for the weekend. Uh, second round pick, 19th overall. Scribe V3, who else? Uh, 158 average for the year uh, for the first two weeks. It's a great pick. Um, he probably got overlooked by a few people, including myself. Um, but yeah, I think he'll have another good year as well. I think it was a lot of prediction, predicted for him to go really well this year, and I, I think that's going to be the case really without stating the obvious yeah credit to Steve as well in the pre-season pods obviously put him in his boom category and he's very strong on it um Steve would be spewing that he didn't pick him up with his first pick which is pick eight obviously that's a reach but if you really back the man in you would have picked him up so he'd be disappointed with that but yeah great score from Brochel. great score big year coming yeah I like these names at the top here I think they all have big uh big years Patrick Cripps 162 fourth round pick absolute steal Dead set steal. 66 overall, owned by 2P. 147 <laughs> average from the first two games. I know 2P, clearly, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I know he's super happy with that pickup. Oh, he just looks amazing at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he looks like a machine. He looks like he'll just keep keep going on, but time will tell, I guess. Travis Boak next uh, on the on the list, 156 on the weekend. The absolute veteran, third round pick, 38 overall. Owned by the Baggies, uh, 152 average from the first two games. I remember me and you spoke about Travis Boak, and we just weren't sold on him, really. I, I definitely wasn't. I think it was just an age factor, but you just got to give credit to the man, and that's probably a steal in the third round there. At this point, 100%. Yeah. Can he maintain that average? Probably not, but still, it's definitely a steal. He slid a little bit third round. Great pick up, 156. He'll average 100 plus on the year. It's a great pick. Yep, absolutely. It is very early. Uh, Luke Ryan, also 156, also third round, one pick before Boak, 37 overall, owned by Bluey's Backyards, 113 average for the first two games. He's just he's just always going to score well, isn't he? Oh, fuck. He is, yeah. He's just a different uh, different operator, I guess, Luke Ryan, but um, he gets the job done for Fremantle. <clears throat> like him there, great pick for Marcus. Uh, coming to number six, we've got my man, Jake Bowie, 151, waiver claim pre-round one, clearly owned by the Petersons, 105 average on the year. Put your hands together. What he's, a waiver. N- he's definitely not going to average that on the year, but uh, not sure if anyone knows the reason I picked him up. Do you know? No, I don't. So Gorn came out and said on a couple of different platforms, um, when when asked the question, who who from Melbourne um, is a lock for Supercoach this year? It was Jake Bowie. Yeah, Jake okay. Bowie, Jake wow. Bowie. Didn't get drafted. Picked him up off the waiver pre-round one. Stunk it up round one. He was almost going to hit the waiver again, but I just I thought I'd hold on to one more week, and um, what a score. He's definitely not going to do that week in, week out, but with the Petrarch, uh, with the um, the Salem out mm. at the moment, he could average around 100 for the next few rounds. I doubt it, but either way, 
Decent defender slot. I'm sure to defender, so I'll take that score. Anyone who can score 150, he's got that ceiling. So He'll be the highest. Uh, he was on my bench too. Yeah. He'll be the highest bench score in the year 151. It's you pretty, won't top that. Yeah, it's pretty large. So, who, who dropped him? Was he originally in someone's team? No, nah, he wasn't drafted. Oh, okay. He went undrafted. Really? Okay. Yeah, so waiver pre-round one. Yeah. It's a great score. It is. Ben Keys in at number seven. Uh, third round pick, 39 overall, owned by Car Guard Mike, Mike Thomas, 138 average. Hands together for Ben Case, please. Again, not a sexy pick for mine, but um, get the business done. We've got Cullen Mills at eight. Uh, second round pick, 20 overall, owned by Cotton, King of the North, Sim. Obviously happy with that pick. My man. Yeah, your man. Uh, your man now, I can't claim yeah, him. He's your man. Can't claim him anymore. I know. I just saw his preseason game, and he, I think he scored seventy or something points, or maybe even more than that from half game time. Mm. And I just couldn't, I couldn't turn him down in that second pick, uh, for one second pick in my team. Um, yeah, we'll see how we go. He'll, he'll have have a good year, I think. Yeah, definitely. He's a great player. Uh, we've got Jack McCrane at number nine, 142 this week. First round pick, third overall, owned by Car Guard Mike, 137 average. Mike Thomas, he's doing plenty up at the top in the in the top score. He's got a couple there, so he'd be really happy with that pick. Um, when you pick someone in the first handful of picks, you want them to perform. Jack McCrae, few guarantees in life, 35 touches, 120, 130 average super coach. Um, pretty standard stuff from there from Jack McCrae. In number 10, we've got Took Miller, 140, first round pick, seven overall, owned by 2PR, 138 average. Hands together for Took Miller. He's a fan favourite of the draft legends. Love Took. And Isaac Heaney rounding it out. We've actually got him in the 11th spot, but equal 10th, uh, also 140. Fifth round pick, 78 overall, owned by the Hueys, uh, 140 average on the year. What a pick. Can we pick of the draft at this point? Great pick. Really wanted him. Chose Butters over him. Butters still doing all right, but Isaac Heaney... Uh, he's dangerous. He's having a big year this year, all Australian sort of year. Yeah, I think he's finally living up to his uh, expectation. Playing a bit more midfield time, is he? Or? Definitely, yeah. yeah. More midfield. But he kicked five on the weekend or yeah, four he's or something. Snags. Yeah, Yeah, Hueys would be real happy with that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to move on to our next segment. They were our top scorers. Congratulations if you own. I'm going to move on to our next segment. This week's Cat of the Week. As mentioned in previous podcasts, Cat of the Week nominees must be owned by a team and may or may not be affected their chances of winning that week. Nothing on the waiver and minimum 50, 50% time on ground. Uh, our nominations, I'm going to hold the cue to the end. Our nominations this week, Tyson Stengel, score of 13, 88% time on ground, owned by Timbo Slice. Max Holmes, score of 17, 77% time on ground, owned by Bluey's Backyards. Got Jake Riccardi, score of 24, 86% time on ground, owned by Get On The Geary. Got Bailey Frisch, score of 30, 78% time on ground, owned by 2PR. Michael Walters, score of 32, 86% time on ground, owned by Cotton. Got Tom Hawkins, score of 33, 100% time on ground, owned by 2PR. Special mention here to the Tomahawk. Um, he went 85 points under the projected also, so played a big part in the draw between the Hueys and 2PR. So big shout-out here for the Tomahawk. Um, and they were our Cat of the Week nominations this week. Sim, the official cat of the week. Uh, we're going to give an honourable mention to Jake Riccardi. Uh, he had 14 disposals, uh, kicked it at 33%. Had it three times to half time with a score of zero. Bit of Samson Ryan territory. Gives me nightmares that. Also fell over on the wing trying to execute a simple tack, uh, a simple tick lead 
Is that That's the thing, you know, tick lead? Oh, like, tick lead. Know, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Tick lead. Oh, so, true. A standard tick lead on the wing just well, went over his own feet. It was a cookie out by me. Mm. You can't be serious. <laughs> Nar- narrowly escapes official cat of the week due to a somewhat respectable back half of the game, having it 11 times and kicking two behinds. But well, we'll give him a cue. We'll give him yeah, a cue. A bit of a it's cat. a caddish fucking it's, it's, game. It's caddish. Honorable mention. Caddish. Doesn't take the cake this week. But official cat of the week is. My man, Michael Walters, <laughs> <laughs> eight disposals, went at 25%, uh, zero contested possession, zero score assists, had half his stats and score in the first quarter when the Dockers were flying. Um, uh, he was in the midfield rotation. He played 85% game time. He's one of the best uh, ball users for his team, forward of centre, um, back-to-back weeks. Um, I actually dropped him, so he's not on my team anymore. Anyone who wants him, go have him. I picked him up as what a, a drop. Yeah, what a drop. Can't I can't be having that. No, nah, you're right. Um, it's I thought about keeping him, but I did sort of reach for him in in F four uh, as my fourth forward. But yeah. yeah, I just don't see where he scores this year. If he's playing midfield and averaging thirty for the year, I think it's time to go. So anyone wants him, have him. That's this week's cut of the week, Michael Walters. Uh, we'll go into the end of year nomination basket. It's only fair. Worthy nomination, as Steve would say. Uh, look, if you're in the mid-rotation, you're having eight touches in the game, kicking at 33%. That's that's waiver spec. You've done what you need to do. Pull the trigger. Whether you reach for him or not, he's gone. It's not good enough. Time to go. See you later. We move do, you on. Think he, do you think he moves on from that? Do you think he... Do you think he picks his game up for the rest of the year? Clearly not, if you've dropped him. Uh, look, it, it wasn't easy dropping him, but... At the same time, it was because, like, yeah, I the don't scores know. are very scores rank. are fucking rank as fuck. Like, how? What else could you do? It's not like he's playing forward pocket. He's actually going through the midfield. Yeah, I think he will improve, but I don't blame anyone for picking him up. Yeah, I think it's the name though. It is the name. Like, I think that's why I reached for him. I think he scored a hundred in the preseason in the community match, and mm-hmm. that's what got me a bit excited. But. I've seen enough for now. That's fair enough. See you later, Michael Walters. We've seen enough. That's this week's Cat of the Week. He'll join the basket with Tim Kelly and Aaron Hall. And I wasn't – was there someone else last week? No, there wasn't. That's it. I think that's it. Nice little basket brewing. Uh, footy news. This is Steve's segment, so um, it's a bit tough. Shout out to Steve, by the yeah. way. He does the run sheet every single week. Get around the great man. And it's not an easy job. I tried to do it this week, and I struggled. It took me a lot longer than I thought it would. Um, so shout out to him. This is his segment, so it's a little. It's going to be a little bit rusty tonight, but Sim, we're going to try our best. Um, go for it. I'll do my best for the great man. So Buddy kicks his hundredth goal. Obviously, the biggest news of the week. Um, if yeah. you missed it, I've got a cue for it. If you've got, if you missed it, I've got a cue. You well, shouldn't have missed it, but yeah. He's done it so many times. Nine hundred and ninety-nine goals, Buddy Franklin. The legend. <laughs> You shouldn't have missed that moment. Bit of goosebumps back there listening to that. Unreal. Credit to JB for that call as well. Mm, he would have planned that really nicely. Oh, yeah. You've got to think Practiced about it. that a couple of times in the mirror. Fucking oath. Um, um, yeah, that's obviously one of the greatest milestones in AFL history. Um, you won't see much better than that. So absolute scenes, wasn't it? Yeah, news of the week, easy. Yeah. Um, and it was seen. So there's a lot of obviously a lot of debate about the um player safety, etc. I didn't mind it. Yeah. I didn't mind everything. Well, actually, he handled it real well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um a little bit of anxiety. I know there's a lot of blokes that suffer from anxiety this league. Shout out. Um 
it's not obviously a laughing matter, but um, a lot of people would have been feeling anxious watching that. I certainly was. Oh, definitely. That was hard to watch. It I'm was not sure how he, hard to watch. He, he manhandled his way through 10,000 people or yeah. 20,000 people. He's done a good job. Look, he, he, he would have expected situation like that, so... Um, He's just got to cop that one on the chin like he did, like a man. Mm, it's good to see the security did their job. Yeah, they did. Barbara uh, Streisand. That's a bar, let's be honest. I was just too late to the party. They should have been on the field surrounding him when he was having a shot. And if he didn't, if he missed it, jump off, whatever. They should have been well more prepared than that. Fucking oath. Anyway. Anyway, move on. Congrats, uh, The West Coast COVID dramas, Jesus, that was a bit of a debacle, wasn't it? It was. It was good effort for them to even even take the field to be honest and I think they lost by a couple of goals in the end which was a pretty valiant effort for the for the uh, West Coast Eagles it was um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see how that affects teams moving forward um, but that was a pretty heavy hit sort of in line up really you don't see that very often do you well you've never seen that no you haven't you haven't seen it it was uh, history making sort of stuff like the buddy stuff there but I'm um, going to be interesting this year uh, we Carlton narrowly escaped a COVID situation but fuck 15 players out of 14 whatever it was that's um, it's real fucking interesting it's ridiculous yeah I don't think it'll happen again this year but um, watch your space um, and we move on Carlton go 2-0 to start the season for the first time in over a decade um, I know you're not going to be happy reading that and me playing that sim. No, nah, it's all right. You boys are looking all right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, not no, getting actually, carried away. Not getting carried away. I think every Carlton supporter just dead, you know, is getting a little carried away. Got the lid's fucking well off and it's been thrown away, but I don't blame you. Look, I'll like, tell you what's funny. You've had a good start to the season. I'll tell you, actually look good. I'll tell you what's funny is I have been more carried away in seasons past and gotten my... Hope shattered Basically as a Carlton supporter You would know what I'm saying But mm. I've gotten carried away I've been more excited Than I am now And we're in the best position We've been in the last 10 years right now And like Yeah maybe a little bit Carried away deep down Oh fuck it The lid is not off We, we are We are main business right now So yeah. Head down bum up uh, Keep going at this rate no, I actually love what you're doing Vossi's Vossi's doing well Your pickups are doing well I think you've got a good team Across the board I think it's finally starting To come together whether you can keep that up or not, we'll wait and see. We will. Um, so the AFLW grand final is locked in for April 9. Um, yeah, so that's officially two more weeks until it's out of the news feed. Steve would love that news. He would. What are your thoughts on uh, Matt, Parker, Matt Parker's rat tail? I love it. I'm a fan of Mitch Robinson's rat tail. I actually had the same rat tail. Mm, you're uh, a big rat tail man, aren't you? I am. I'm a ratty tail sort of bloke like I'm a bit scummy yeah it's rat, rat a bit scummy. yeah what, what do you think of the rat tail I actually rate it I don't mind it it's made the news for the week so it yeah has. I don't mind it, it has. I'm gonna clap in. Steve would hate it that's why it's in there because he was dirty on Mitch Robinson's um, set up last week <laughs> so he'd be dirty on that um, this one here it's not footy news as really but it's definitely draft um, legends related um so a few people, if not everybody, would have obviously heard about the, the floods in Byron today. Sim, have you heard about it? I have, mate. Shattering. Um, it is. So the Blazers, obviously we all know the Blazers uh, lives up there or thereabouts in Byron. Uh, shout out to the Blazers. Shout out Demi Lovato. Shout out Willie Rioli, who had a monster week this week as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, monster game. So shout out to all the Blazers. Tip of the hat there. Um, I actually got mail this morning. Uh, that, that the Blazers, Maz, was apparently spotted in Byron or thereabouts getting um, food supplies or just supplies generally, f- preparing for um, 
uh, what, do you, what do you call it, like time, indefinite time indoors basically from the floods. <clears throat> so I've managed to make contact with him this afternoon and he ran me through basically what was going on last night or today. So it, it did, it began last night. So the rain started last night. He had his TV on full volume and he could not hear the TV. That's how heavy the rain was. So imagine that, TV full volume, 9900 can't hear the um can't hear t- the TV. So the rain was coming down. Woke up this morning, the house was fine, but he opened the door and the water was at the front door. Um so he's hit panic stations at that point. And this is where the mail comes in. Um he had to fly up the freeway to get supplies um from Byron. Um someone seen him doing that. I don't want to name my source, but someone seen him um flying up the freeway towards Byron. Apparently uh, the supplies were steak, canned food, and spaghetti. Um, is what he's is what he's retrieved there um, straight from the source. Uh, he got home. He moved his computer into his car, and then he moved his car to higher ground um, because last you obviously know when he was away last week, his, his car got flooded. He lost his computer and all that sort of stuff. So he's um, he's taking care of business there, and he's just been sitting tight since indoors. Uh, he's lost track of days at the moment. He thought it was Tuesday today when I spoke to him, so he's completely rattled. Um, I actually questioned him if he was rattled and I've got a quote from him. Um, this is for everybody here playing at home. Shout out to the Blazers HQ, uh, South Golden Beach, Ocean Shores. Going to take more than a biblical flood to rattle the Blazers this year. We ain't fucking leaving. So um, that's what he had to say about it. Uh, it's, it's a lot going on there. T's and P's to the great man. I didn't actually know he was living up in Byron. Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's obviously a serious situation, so thoughts and prayers to the great man. Hopefully everything um, sorts itself out. Mm. Um, yeah, in my opinion, he's a little bit rattled. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you be? He's claiming he's not, but I think that's what a rattled person would say. So, yeah. But yeah, T's and P's to the Blazers. It's good um, to see him having a positive, positive mindset, I guess. It is. Um, it's obviously not easy. So we, everyone at the draft led and sends their regards, um, regards and thoughts and prayers. To the great man. So well said, Sim. Well said. Hate, hate to hear about that. That's footy news and draft legend news. Going to move on to the ladder positions. Going to get through this real quickly. Uh, we've got three under, undefeated teams this week. Uh, we've got the Wanners, myself, the Petersons, and the Division Killer all on two wins. Um, we've got the two players that came through a draw this week. We've got two PR and the Hueys. Um, six points apiece, one win, one draw. So that, that draw is coming in handy. It's a valuable two points, valuable draw. Um, and it will be valuable all year. All these teams on one win. We've got Scribe. Oh, shit. Where have I done here? I've already got it. Uh, I've got it back. We've got, we got Scribe V3. We've got the Baggies, Blues Backyards, the Blazers, King of the North, Nigel Noonga, Can't Guard Mike, Get on the Geary, and Burn to a Crisp, all on one win, one loss. Um, and rounding out the bottom four, without a win this season, we've got the Green Demons, the Cron Hunter, Crypto Coach, and Timbo Slice. <coughs> Um, so those gentlemen be real keen to get a win on the board. Early days, isn't it? Long way to go. Yep. Uh, that was the ladder. We're going to move on to the footy results, injuries from week one. We're going to quickly get through these ones. So the Bulldogs, uh, 90, go down to the Blues, 102 at Marvel on Thursday night. Huge win from the Blues there. Uh, Sydney, 107, defeat Geelong, 77 in Buddy's 1,000th uh, goal game. So that was a big win from the Swans. Uh, we've got the Pies defeat Adelaide 158, uh, sorry, 158 at the G on Saturday Arvo. Sim, what are your thoughts on that? Pies going all right, 2 and 0. Can't complain, mate. Um, yeah, I think we've had a couple of easy games to start the season. So, look, oh, I'm just happy with where the club's at in terms of the, the new coaching uh, staff and the young players up and coming. 
So I think whatever happens from here on in, I'm not really too disappointed. I don't expect us to play finals. If you do, it's just a bonus. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy with. You'd be happy with how Fly's going at the moment. Very happy with the whole club at the moment. Um, Very young list, a lot of young good players going through. So we're a long way off still, I reckon. Um, Geelong will be a big test this week, so we'll see where we're at. Take the win. Take the two wins to open the account. Um, we've got Essendon 75, go down to the Lions 97 at Marvel. Uh, Essendon in real strife at the moment. Shout out to a couple of Don supporters. Um, first of all, Kurt um, from Caroline Springs. Shout out. Um, shout out. I know he's a big Don's man. He'll be listening. Also, shout out DH. Um, Daniel Hannon, who I spoke to pre-season uh, at the Snake Pit, and he was pretty bullish on the Bombers this year. He was pretty excited about what they were going to, uh, how they were going to perform. So he'd be super disappointed. I'll reach out to him and see um, his thoughts as of now. But they're in some real trouble with Merrick going down for eight weeks too. Mm. So they're going to have to do something here. Uh, in the upset of the week, potentially, oh, definitely actually, Port 56, go down to the Hawks, 120. Um, so 120, doing plant. Doing plant. 64 points uh, over in Adelaide. Huge scalp for the Hawks. Thoughts, yeah. Sim? Did you watch the game? Didn't watch the game, but that's pretty ridiculous margin considering, isn't it? Like, no one really had Hawks to not finish outside the bottom four. Um, and no one really had Port finish probably outside the top four. So... Very it's probably early. a fair call. It's probably a fair call. Very early, but fuck, Hawthorne look okay, and Port have got a bit of work to do. Yep. Uh, next next game, Gold Coast 69, lose to reigning Premier Melbourne, uh, Matt Metricon. Very jury up there at this time of year, so Gold Coast just miss you out there. Melbourne just get the job done. Probably not the prettiest win, but they good teams know how to win. That's right, it's getting the business done. Gold Coast, uh, they wouldn't have lost any friends in that game, to no. be honest. Um, they actually looked okay. Yeah, they always start the season well, so it'd be, they haven't got a... Did they They lost their first game as well, didn't they? No, they won their first oh, game. They sorry. beat um, West Coast over they did too. at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Depleted West Coast. So yeah, it was. It'll be interesting, how Gold, interesting to see how Gold Coast go this year. They're very... Uh, obviously, there's a lot of pressure on them to give us something, so it'd be very interesting. They're anyway, going all right. They're going all right. Um, North, uh, they take down depleted West Coast... Very respectable from West Coast. North win by 15 points. It was. I thought it was actually a pretty good game from West Coast considering. I liked how Adam Simpson went about everything as well. Um, just copped it on the chin, wore it. I liked his um, little comment for the uh, the Eagles boys that filled in Eagles for life. So, shout out. Yeah, I love that. They handled it, they handled it very well. Um, yeah, North wouldn't have wanted to lose that game. Definitely not. Uh, next game, Richmond defeat GWS by... What's that? 36 points at the G on a Sunday Arvo. Um, yeah, Richmond, um, you'd think that'd be up there this year. They've still got a bit of, bit to prove, I think, in terms of um, whether they can bounce back from last year, but one would think that'd be there or thereabouts. Yeah, that's fair. And the last match of the round, Fremantle will go down to St Kilda by 10 points in a bit of an upset here over in um, Optus, Optus Stadium. Um yeah, I'd oh, I know the Saints boys will be happy about that. Get on the gear, he minces men. We'll give a shout out to uh, Barry Boyd of last year, Boydo. Oh, no, big Bazza. So, <laughs> big Saints man. So, uh, they'd be loving that, the Saints boys. Yeah, good win. I tip Freo. You tip Freo as I well. I tip Freo, yeah. Yeah, so I good don't win mind for the Saints, yeah. No, anyway. Major injuries for the uh, for the week. Um, T's and P's to these uh, blokes who own these fellas. Aaron Norton corked, ha- corked calf. Was looking likely to miss, but apparently all systems go here. Will be right for this week. Owned by Bluey's Backyards. Probably nothing to see there. Maybe miss one at, at worst. 
I think he's confirmed playing. I think he's confirmed playing. I'm not too sure. Yep. It's hard doing this run sheet again. Shout out to Steve who does it. Uh, puts his cock on a block every time with these calls. It's, it's tough. So I believe he's playing, but you're right. If, if, at worst, he might miss a week. Yeah. Uh, Rory Sloan, he got subbed off with an adductor issue. He had scans. He will be a test, uh, but looking more than likely, owned by Green Demons. So another one's maybe one max. It's nothing too serious. Uh, the injury of the week, uh, T's and P's, Zach Merritt. We'll miss the next couple of months due to a syndesmosis injury owned by the Crisps. Uh, it's a huge blow. Uh, T's and P's, like I said, it's not, um, it's not ideal, especially your number one midfielder. I assume Merritt is his, not, yeah, it was his first pick. First pick, yeah. Yeah, first pick. That hurts. Um, so he had a tough week on the injury front, uh, Crisps. He did. Uh, Wingard Hammy. Was supposed to miss a few games, but got the all clear to play this weekend. Um, he was owned by Can't Guard Mike, um, but he's now on the waiver, which is uh, interesting, isn't it, Dean? It's very, <laughs> it's very interesting, Sim. <laughs> um, look, we'll talk about that in the waiver segment, but yeah, it's an interesting drop. But yeah, look, the hammy issue. I mean, kudos to the Chad. He's just gotten up from a from a hammy, so not as serious as, one, as first thought. We'll talk about it later. We will. LDU, Luke Davies, Uniac, concussion. Uh, we'll miss the next 12 days, uh, owned by the Crisps as well. It's not nothing too serious there. He's a great young player. You want him back in your side as soon as possible. Yeah, I know you're big on him, Sim, pre-season. Love him. Love yeah, him. Yeah, so he's looked good as well. So the, it's just a concussion, 12 days. Hurts this week. You know, a big matchup against the backyarders for the Crisps, but um, he'll be right. This one's a big one. Taron Thomas, ribs. Scan's now confirmed he'll miss six to eight weeks. Got internal bleeding or internal bruising. Uh, it's a bad injury, owned by the Crisps. So another huge blow there uh, for Burnt or Crisp. It's just, he's got he's got the injury bug this week. I'll move it on to here. Dusty Martin, personal leave, T's and P's. Uh, shout out, Dusty. Great of the game. Time frame unknown, was owned by the Crisps. Unfortunately, Crisps pulled the trigger and the trade's been uh, done today. Uh, he's now owned by 2PR, so T's and P's for 2PR and, and Dusty. We'll touch on that later on. But So the Crisps has had oh. Zach Merritt, Taron Thomas, LDU, Dusty, um, all gone down in one way. week. Um, oh, my God. I spoke to Steve, who's been playing fantasy for the last 10 years in many formats. He reckons that is the worst uh, week of injuries for any team he's ever seen in his whole fantasy career. So for Steve to say that, it's a big injury front. Yeah, oh, I honestly feel for the great man. That's not a not a place you want to be. Oh, it's it's the worst. It's a bad spot. Horrible one injury is bad enough. He's caught four in the one week, and they're long term as well. So, uh, T's and P. Sean Darcy ankle injury got subbed off in the Freo game in the third quarter. It will be a test owned by the Division Killer. Uh, it's looking like he might get up, but again, a test. Uh, and this is another big one, Fife. Uh, Nat Fife, owned by Get On The Gear. He's had back surgery. He's looking like missing up to six weeks and potentially beyond that, um, depending on how he recovers from that back injury. So, uh, it was going to happen, wasn't it? I know, well, it was. But Get On The Gear, I feel like he's been forced to to make that Fife pick. Um, he feels he's been forced to make that. But at the end of the day, you pull the trigger on what player you want. Was that RE Dangerfield? It was RE Dangerfield. That's fair enough. He would have been a bit um, bit thrown he's off. He's a bit dirty at the moment about that. So, T's and P's to no, it's unlucky, on the gear. It's unlucky. But, yeah, Fife, he's been injury prone for a few years now. So, he's... Buy, buy beware. 
Yeah, buyer beware. So that's our injuries from this week. We're going to move on to the waiver activity from round 22. There's a whole list there, Sim. Anything catch your attention there in the waivers? Oh, not really, to be honest. Um, not a lot stands out. I didn't mind. I actually didn't mind the Tanner Bruin pickup by Heater, but he ended up dropping him anyway, so he's back on the waivers. Dropping for Stevenson, who might get a plug this week with Tanner Thomas out. Don't yeah, mind it. I don't mind Stevenson, actually. Yeah. I don't mind what Bonners is doing. It's good. It is. Coach yeah. of the decade making coach of the decade moves. What about you? Um, yeah, look, a whole heap of riffraff. Um, they're gonna, there's going to be a couple there that go off yep. or, or end up being good picks, but it's just too hard to call at this point in time. Um, so, yeah, it's just to watch your space with the waiver, unless something really jumps the eye there. Yeah, I agree. Maybe even that Stevenson pick from the Wanners, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's clutch, let's be honest. Apart from, oh, won't say though. Apart from that, I'm not too sure. Uh, that was the waiver. Go over a sticky nose if you want. Uh, I'm going to move on to the trade centre. First trade centre of the week uh, of the year. So, call, audience loves that. First trade's done of the year. Went through today. Lodged yesterday. We've got Dusty Martin, owned by 2PR, who's given away uh, Jace. What's his first name? Jason, I think. It Jack. is Jason Horny Francis. We're going with that. Uh, it's not Horn Francis, Horny. Um, the Horn. <laughs> Uh, Chris is, is happy with that Spoken to him about that He's happy with that trade um, Look Just didn't want a piece of Dusty Especially with these uh, uh, Issues Hanging over his head So uh, 2 PRs Happy to wear that So Best luck to both the gentlemen On that trade I thought it was fair Don't mind it I like Jason Horn Francis Yeah I think Crisp is obviously I mean it doesn't look great Trading out your second pick For Like string, like um, The Hueys mentioned this week For a two game veteran But At the end of the day He's pulled the trigger He's done a deal um, yeah. See how that one plays out. I think Dusty's a little bit untrustworthy. Not not on his fault. Just yeah. personal reasons. The stu- yeah. stuff going on behind the scenes, and I think Jason Horn Francis will probably play every game and might average as much as Dusty would. So I don't mind the trade, to be honest, on Crispy's front. Yeah. Um, but two P, that can definitely work in his favour in the latter part of the season. And that's all he's hoping for. If he gets him for even the finals, I'm sure two P, I'd be happy with holding on to him till then. Absolutely. So that was our first trade of the year. Again, congratulations on the league getting one done. It didn't take long for one to follow, right, Sim? Absolutely, mate. You got your good self. Uh, you are getting in Cade Coleman. Is it Cade? I think it's Caden. Caden. Caden mm. Coleman. And you've shipped off Isaac Rankin. Uh, give us your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, so Coleman was obviously on the waiver. Uh, yeah. I was going to – I wanted him, so I had to drop somebody uh, rather than just drop Rankin to the waiver. I know Chris had some issues there um, in his forward line position with the four injuries this week, so I offered Chris um, if he wanted Rankin. If so, pick up Coleman off the waiver and we'll make a trade. So he did that, picked up Coleman, we made a trade. So as is that. I'm gonna have to hold on to that injury for a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, happy with that Rankin. I think Rankin will be good this year, but um, someone had to go and he was the man. So I uh, might I might end up with egg on my face with that, but it is what it is. Oh, it's, I don't think you'd have too much egg on your face with that trade. It's a bit of a you know not too big a name, so it shouldn't come back to bite you. How's the Rankin gone the first two weeks? Uh, he scored 88, kicked four goals, had 23 touches in the first game, and then missed the second. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes later in the year. See how it goes. That was a trade center. Didn't mind it. Going to move on to our favorite segment or one of. Uh, this is where we get to hear from the listeners. It's this week's mailbag. Mail, motherfucker. Yeah, I'll grab a beer. Cheers, mate. 
Sim, he's a good man. He's doing the rounds here. He's up and down. He's getting the beers. Audience loves that. Mailbag number one. Needed to hear something from somebody regarding this. We've got a piece of mail. Here we go. Thank you. Kissed on the dick 2P. We'll be looking forward to a much-needed rematch next year. Yes, I'm not including this season's finals as you won't be making them again. Barbara Streisand. Sign the Hueys. So, really appreciate that piece of mail from you making me Hewitts. As I said, we need to hear from somebody. One second. Keep going, mate. Um, we need to hear from somebody regarding that draw. Um, and the Hueys is first first in. And he's not happy about it by the sounds of that. Um, Bob. He feel he wanted the win. So... He had the 100 on his bench and the rescaling issue. So probably deserved the win, the Hueys, actually, thinking about it. Short and sharp mailbag. Don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, um, He's obviously got something to say. So that's that's what we want. Yeah. Got a Uh, second piece of mail, Sim, I believe. We we do, mate. Uh, Mailbag number two. Evening, gents. Hope the studio is treating you well this evening. Last week I said I was back. But this week, boy, oh, boy, am I back. As Jack Ginevan said, one of many, baby, one of many. I could rant on about me, but probably want to make a point about the kind of guys that have gone zero and two. Last week in studio, Cron Hunter said that he would get a better measure on his team after round two. Wow. With performances like my team last year and putting up efforts like his mob Essendon at the moment, he is well and truly more rattled than a tinny full of blokes from Kazakhstan tackling the swell at a... At out at Christmas Island. I'm starting to think instead of considering trading, the Cronhunter should maybe potentially look at merging with the likes of Reardon's and call their team name Defunct Shut Losers. Barbara Streisand. On that note, what do you think the Cron and DeBaggy's team merger, team merger name should be? Thanks, boys, and all the best for this week ahead. Bluey's Backyarders. Great, Great piece of mail. It's a fantastic piece of mail. Great piece of mail for Marcus. <laughs> really appreciate you reaching out there. Um, Defunct Shut Losers. Don't mind the name. If I was to have a merger, I'd probably go with that. Don't mind it. <laughs> I really don't mind the um, the merger idea there. That's uh, that's good. Nice by Bluey. Marcus is having a good start. So when you're having a good start, you can write that sort of mail in. Yeah. Um, but forget about the mail now. Thank you, Marcus. But we've just... We've got a heavyweight that's just walked through the door and he's kept quiet up until now. Um, he's, banging, he's banging his foot in to try and get through the door this season. He unfortunately didn't get the gig, but um, he's coming for next year. We've got the, uh, we've got the big energizer bunny. We've got the Sammy Double A. <laughs> Welcome, Sammy. How are you? Thanks for having us, boys. Appreciate being on the podcast. Well, the great man. How was your haircut? Haircut's good. Call out to uh, Luca Fades. Absolutely. Trim. Shout out. Shout out. It's good to have you here, big fella. Thought you'd pop good, by. Good to be here. Shame I'm not wearing my draft legends tee. Can't wait. Got ball. one though, yeah. Got one. All right, so we've got you in here, Sammy. You wanted to? Well, you haven't wanted to, but I, I want a statement from you. So on air, obviously, you were talking a bit of shit last weekend. Um, what do you got to say to anybody or everybody? Oh, look, I just reckon looking from the outside in, these are auto drafting. Oh, it's a bit of an issue. Just from the outside in, there's elite stuff going on in the league, and I want to be a part of it. I don't think I don't think auto drafting's good enough. Straight up. Tell us what you seriously think, mate. Tell us. 
Oh, what else do I seriously think? Oh, I don't know about the old uh, Malsey drafter for Lucas either. I think that's a bit controversial, but uh, that's just from the outside in. So I don't know, I have too much more to say on that on that situation. But I think he's hit the nail on the head there. Well done. Fair yeah. reasons for it him is. to have a vouch for himself coming into the league, I reckon. It is. It's fair. So um, we'll, we'll put it to the league anyway. Sammy's banging down the door. He wants in. Really appreciate you coming and making a couple of statements. Um, so watch your space, Sammy. Watch your space. Watch my space? Or watch this space. <laughs> Definitely watch this space. Watch this space. Knock on the door next, knock next year, that's for sure. Let's go. Don't mind it from the big fella. Right it. All right, so unfortunately I have another mic plugged in, so I'm not going to be doing this all night. Appreciate you having me, boys. <laughs> Cheers, Sammy. On you, mate. Um, we're going to have to leave it at that, Sammy. Cheers, bro. Yeah. Cheers, have, cheers for jumping in, bro. Cheers for jumping on. Sorry, couldn't be a longer lasted than that, but that's Sammy A. Um, banging down the door. The great man. That was tough to um, – it was swapping mics, swapping headphones. It was a tough spot there, but, yeah, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, no, well done to do that. That was uh, that looked difficult. <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> Jeez, Sammy. Uh, I'm going to move on to this segment. He's at it again this week. It's Ben Spiracies. Okay, Benny added it again this week in the crypto chart. Short and sharp here, but again, doubling down on XRP. Uh, saying it's an absolute must-have currency at the moment based on, once again, name-dropping the world economic, uh, the Russian-Ukraine heavyweight crypto players. Um, apparently planting seeds for one of the biggest market crashes in the history of mankind. Uh, pleading his case that if you, you quote-unquote here, aren't on XRP, you may as well hand your bank account and any assets straight over to the free world. Um, I'm not even actually exactly sure what that means, but he's really starting to get my attention. So that's conspiracies. He's a he's an interesting um, character, Braden. Um, yeah, I've got no comment on that. Yeah, look, it's just if info comes across my desk, it gets put in here. So he's yeah, like I said, he's got my attention now. Um, Sim, AFL matchups. And uh, unfortunately, he's not here, the great man, but uh, it's this week's Pops Multi Madness. Let's fucking go. We're doing it without him this week, Sim, and I know that you are keen to get the first win on Pops Multi Madness of all time. Just quietly. What a fucking track to introduce this segment. Absolute credit to you. Nice little cue. So we're looking to get our first win in history here, Sim. All right. With heavyweight punter, king of the north at the moment on board for tonight's betting. Oh, I don't know about heavyweight. Big shoes to fill, as I, as I would uh, famously say. Um, I've probably gone a bit lighter on than what the big fella normally would, but um, I'm going to give it a crack. If you want to follow at home, be my guest. Uh, in the Bulldogs-Sydney game, I'm just going to go McRae 30-plus. Uh, just keep it simple there. Uh, I don't mind either team. That's an absolute guarantee. Yeah, it's a lock. Good way to start the week tomorrow night, Thursday night, Marvel yeah. Stadium. You could have gone 35, but I've gone, say, 30. Uh, next game, Melbourne-Essendon. I've gone uh, Melbourne for the win. I've gone safe. And Petrarca, 30. Petrarca's in good form. He's my boy. Um, yeah, he's just carried on from that grand final performance. So that's the two legs in that, excuse me, in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next game, Adelaide, Port Adelaide. 
I've gone Port Adelaide to win and Boke 25. So Jeez, you got the double banger in that as well. Yeah, I think Port should get the W against Adelaide um, in the showdown. And I yep. think Boke, um, as we spoke about before, the Evergreen is in good form. Against Adelaide's um, midfield, I think he'll just rack up another 25. Yeah, that's fair. So I've added that to the slip. Uh, GWS Gold Coast, I've just gone GWS at the line here. What's uh, a line? It's minus nine and a half. Okay. Um, at Giants Stadium, um, I'm not. Yeah, we'll see how we go this one. It's probably the shadiest league, but uh, they, they, they need a bounce back. So if they want anything to do with anything this year for their season, they need to win this game by ten points plus. So don't mind the bets, him. They're due. They're due. So we've gone with that. Uh, the Collingwood Geelong game, I've left it out. Um, just left it out. End of that. I think Geelong might be too good, but I've. Just decided to leave that one out. Fair enough. Uh, Brisbane, North Melbourne. Um, Lockie Neal, 30-plus, should carry on against North up at up at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. It's pretty safe there. Yep. Carlton Hawthorne, uh, Cripps, 25-plus. Uh, another safe one, just sort of just topping up here. Um, St. Kilda, Richmond, uh, nothing there. West Coast, Fremantle, nothing there. Okay. So I've gone so safe. I haven't been in every game. But you've doubled down in a couple. So mm. read us through the odds, uh, Sim, for the first win potentially in Draft Legends history of Pops Multi Madness. What do we got? On Sportsbet with a power play price as of uh, 6.56 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we've got a price of 10.50. So I'll put 50 on it, 500 return. It's very safe compared to how the big fella normally runs it, but I thought we'd try and get a W. So see how we go. Wins a win. Like it a lot, to be honest with you. Still nearly two bags, so we can still work with it. Absolutely. Um, you put 50 on it, so we'll wait and see how that goes. Um, if anyone wants a rerun of that, just hit me up. Really like it. Um, geez, Steve would not be happy if that gets up. Uh, um, come in here, so one pod, one multi, and gets up. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm sure he'll be happy um, when he's indulging in the packet, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, credit to the great man. Pleasure to do his segment. Uh, he's, uh, it's a bit of an honour, isn't it? Uh, absolute honour. Absolutely. See how it goes. Uh, I'm going to move on to, well, is it our favourite segment? It's one of. It's this week's caller of the week. And we've got a big fucking name. I'm keen for this one. Straight into it. Hello. All right. Here we go. Strap yourselves in. Um, lucky enough to have probably the biggest name at the Draft Legends. Let's let's be honest. Joining us on the airwaves tonight. Um, he's making a lot of noise at the moment. Really looking forward to hearing what he's got to say. Absolute treat for the listeners tonight. Welcoming in the Prince of Perth, Pop Junior, Bluey's Backyards. Here we go, lad. Here we go, boys. You'll be okay. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Let's get it started in here. Here we go. Wednesday, baby. Pop Thursday. Nice to hear your voice, Mark. It's been a long time, mate. Yeah, it has, mate. Good to hear your voice, mate. Good to hear your voice. A lot of of talk behind the uh, phone screen. So, um, yeah, it just continues on. But this time it's a bit more 
bit more vocal. So, yeah, keen to get into it. How's it, how's it going tonight, boys? It's going great. First of all, we've got the King of the North here. Um, filling oh, in, King of the North! Filling in for Steve at the moment. He's, um, I don't know what he's doing tonight, but um, he couldn't oh, make Beamer. it. Did you, get, did you get Beamer in studio? <laughs> well, we blew you going all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, Sam, how are you, mate? Good, good to hear from you. Yeah, you too, mate. You're going well over there. Yeah, going well, mate. Going well. Just um, not long finished work. So, yeah, you called me, called me a good time. Just got out of the shower. So. Oh, I forget about that strict um, time, time zone difference. Are you wearing a towel, Marcus? No, no, no. I'm just in my jocks at the moment. Jocks in my T-shirt. Just hiding my belly. It's hot. You know? Well, um, <laughs> we'll get into it, Marcus. How you been? Well, mate, how's life been last uh, six months since basically the last time the Draft Legends family's heard from you? Yeah, good, good. Um, life's going really well, mate. No, no, no complaints. Well, I'm always complaining about something, but um, overall, in the last six months, it's um, no, it's been good, mate. But yeah, it's just usual the work and uh, sort of getting back into. Oh, I've lost a few kilos, so um, it's been good. Simo, 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 there, mate. You've inspired me to sort of. Oh, I love that, mate. Sort of see you on the socials, um. And congratulations too, by the way, mate, on um, completing the Iron Man. Um, oh, really good mate. of you. No, I appreciate it. Good on yeah. you. No, good on you, mate. Very good. good, good. You, mate. Yeah, no, me and Clyde, mate. I've just been, um, just been, yeah, in the last six months, probably, oh, the last three months more so, I've been doing a lot of mocking. Uh, I've been doing a lot of mocking. <laughs> well, there's there's a, a few mock. calories through the mock still. <laughs> 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 I would. Yeah, lovely, lovely. No, no calories lost in the mock. Just, um, yeah, <laughs> and stuff. Ah, good yeah. on you, mate. It's good to hear from you. Well, speaking of Supercoach, yeah. how, how was your draft day? Like, what was your setup? Um, were, you happy, um, were you happy with the outcome? Day. Draft day was good. Um, I was just at home, uh, just in the lounge room, just sort of, yeah, glued to my phone and sort of everyone else was. Um, yeah, I, I was happy with my outcome, but to be fair, I probably, out of all the mocks that I did, and I did a lot of, lot of mocks from pick one, and I knew I wasn't always going to get, you know, the exact same players as what I was picking, because mm. um, mind you, it was a draft, and yeah, people definitely knew what they were doing, but I think from my team, um, the outcome of my team, I ended up with three players that I'd picked in um, my mock, um, and that was uh, Harry Mackay, um, Matt Rowe and Jack Steele so I ended up with them um, not once did I ever pick Riley O'Brien um, in my rough in any mock um, I was hoping to sort of get Rowan Marshall but forget who ended up with him um, it was always it was always a hard one what I was going to do if I was going to take a Ruckman in the second round because I felt like I felt like the second round picks were probably I mean as good as, as, good, as vital as your first round pick is I think you're too like your second round picks, your two picks in the second round, I think they're so, um, oh, you, sorry, your back-to-back picks in the second and third round, I think they're so important. Uh, I think they even really, well, personally, I think they really set your team up. Um, so it was always, you know, and I was wanting to get Dusty um, in the second round, which I'm glad now that I didn't. Mm. Uh, but then I've seen Chris take him. I think Chris took him at like pick 33 or something or whatever it was. Um, and I was hoping to get him, but I didn't get him. So um, I was tossing, tossing up, do I get a backman or do I get a forward? Um, so then I chose Sam Doherty, um, which I'm Good very pick. happy on that pick. Didn't you get Luke yeah, Ryan? Didn't you get Luke Ryan with your third pick, Marks? If you don't mind me correcting you on your own draft. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Luke Ryan, and then Sam Doherty soon followed in the next round. Yeah, so um, like two rounds later. I like yeah, your no, early but, picks. Yeah, was, I like your early picks. They're so, looking like they're coming to fruition early. I think you've had a good draft there. Yeah, no, I, I have had a good draft, and I haven't really. Yeah, I mean, compared to last year, I haven't really made any ludicrous trades in the first two rounds. Mate, it's two weeks. Um, 
yeah, I know, I know we're only two weeks in, but um, I, I did post um, when I seen uh, make me Hewitt um, bring up Ash McGrath's name the other night. I did poach him about it, um, and then he sort of said to me he'd be in, he'd need a defender or forward. But as it stands, um, I just really aren't going to give away any of my defender or forward. Mm. Um, I just find that with my or with all my forwards, I think you find they'll score me. You know, most weeks as a collective, they'll score me. You know, around two fifty as a collective. So you know, they're sort of going to work out to be around seventy, uh, seventy a week. So I find them pretty hard to toss off. But I am quite mid. I, I feel I am quite midfield stack. So yeah, if anyone is chasing a midfielder, I'm uh, chasing Jack Steele. If you want to do a trade, I'm happy to chase Jack Steele. We'll speak about no, that. Look in. Yeah, look, it only it'd only be for a midfielder, and I'm not going to sort of take a number one. Um, pick over. I'm not sort of going to give my number one pick for another midfielder um, at the moment. Uh, st- stainless Steel, mate. He, he, he screams Bluey's backyards this season, Jack Steele. He's, he's your sort of man, so I'd be holding on to him. Yeah, he is. He is. He's just a, um, yeah, he's just a pinch hitter, mate. So, you know, he's just, a, he's just a pinch hitter. He belongs in my team. He does. Uh, him, and Matt Real are gonna be, him and Matt Real have been linking up fucking hard this year. Absolutely, they will. It's only two rounds as well, Marcus, so not to... Uh, I wouldn't be jumping the gun your draft, but uh, considering it's two rounds in, you're, you're one and one on the year at the moment. Uh, tough opening yep. round loss to the Baggies, but a uh, fairly nice scalp this week uh, against the Geary's. Beg your pardon? Uh, well, it was hard to buy that first round loss, but look, you know, in fairness, all credit to get on the Geary. It wasn't really a scalp. I mean, it would have been a scalp if he beat me. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Absolutely no respect there to get on the Geary. Top four finisher no, of last I got, season. I got, I got a lot of respect for him, but come on, I thought gone were the days of, you know, dishing up scores like I did last year. You know, it's just, it's no, no respect. No respect. No respect. It, it sounds like you're happy with how things are travelling, though, after the opening Look, two rounds. Like, one and one. At least he can improve. At least he can improve. You what, sorry? At least get on the gear he can improve from that score on the weekend. Barbara <laughs> Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bluey, uh, I need your yeah. I need your thoughts on the Cron Hunter this season. Um, you've taken aim at him here on the socials, and there is some underlying beef um, as ex housemates. Can you just clarify this for us? You've also written in a little bit of mail and and probably barbed him a little bit in that mail, Marcus. Um, look, I think it's, oh, 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 I think it's fair. I really do think it's fair. Um, look, I. <laughs> There's no tension between us. Um, look, any any existing, any, you know, um, so you may call it existing basement um, is ex-housemates. I think we are, no, we cleared that up over a phone call. Um, not very long, well, actually, quite six months ago or so now, but no, he's a good man. Friends uh, get along quite well. Um, but in terms of Supercoach, um, look, I sat back last year and I copped it. Um, I really did cop it, and a lot of blokes cop it from someone, you know, on the microphone week to week, so... Look, when you start the season zero and two, and you know your scores you're dishing up, well, they're pretty fucking ordinary. Bang! Yeah, they're, they're pretty ordinary. And I just think, look, uh, and it, he'll benefit from it. He'll benefit from a spray from you know someone like me. He won't, he won't handle it. He won't be able to take it. It'll be a bit of pill from the swallow. But I think you know, he, look, if he has to merge with someone, then he has to merge. I mean, we're. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the draft legends of the collective can talk about it if you've got to merge with someone, but 
No, I do wish him the best. And also, too, if he needs a, yeah, if he needs a player, you know, come see me. You, you do. Well, if he needs a few few players, come see me. But um, yeah, no, I'm sure I'm sure you'll benefit from his brain. If you can give it out, then you give it, you got to take it. So. Um, yeah, well, I wish I wish him all the best for the season ahead, but I think he'll need it. Oh, nice words on the end, Marcus. Shout <laughs> um, out there to Steve. So um, you're coming up against... Yeah, shout out, Cron Hunter. Shout out, Cron Hunter. Shout out, 420. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Marcus. Um, Marcus, you're coming up against uh, Burndall Crisp this... <laughs> you're coming up against Burndall Crisp this week. Uh <laughs> There's obvious history there. We've spoken about it before. You know about it from when you obviously exchanged punches in the hut uh, and that blew up in yep. the hut in Lambos. So how do you feel about this week? Oh, look, first of all, mate, just uh, these injuries, he's caught just as karma, mate. You want to go around hitting blokes? Well, yeah, karma. Barbara karma, mate. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, no etiquette there at all, isn't there? Yeah, no, no etiquette, mate. It's all guns blazing this week. Um, but no, I won't. Yeah, no, I did reach out to Chris um, a few days ago. Just say if you do need one to get, if you need a mid, come see me. <laughs> important, to be a theme. The important so question. Mid, come see me. The important question marks. Do you go yeah. two and one here, or do you go one and two? Yeah, I go two and one. I'm pretty confident I go um, two and one this week. Best, um, best of luck on it. Best of luck. Yeah, no, no, I, I am, I am pretty confident. It will be, I, I think it will be a good game nonetheless. But um, oh, depends. If Norton, it depends on Norton. If he kicks six or not tomorrow night, I'm sure Norton might kick five or six. I'm sure he bounce back six tomorrow night. Here we go. If he plays, yeah, he'll play. Why wouldn't he play? He's on my team. <laughs> Bit of a corgi. You should get up though. Uh, all the best here. Just a mm. quick one before. Where, where'd you read? Where'd you read that? Uh, on this script, believe it or not. So. Won't say okay. that. I think you should be right. It's just um, he's getting up on the script. He's getting up. He's getting up. No drama. Yeah, he's I'm just, I'm just he, looked, he, he, he looks fitter this year, doesn't he? He looks yeah. a lot fitter. I can put on about four or five kilo of muscle. He's gonna. He's gonna be a star of the future. You'd think. Um, without saying the obvious. Star, yeah. Um, just last be. one to wrap up, Louis. What's uh? Just talk us through the team name, please. Um, just sort of just rake your backyards, really. Um, <laughs> How good a backyard? Backyard <laughs> cricket and that. <laughs> obviously a landscaper obviously a landscaper by trade Marcus so a bit of a bit of a nod to that sort yeah, of trade no, of yours bit of, a, bit, of a, bit of a um yeah a bit of a landscaper by trade and just the um yeah the video that was put up on the Instagram socials of me with the broom um the broomstick just really really sort of capped it off um, <laughs> that's just sort of sort of what you sort of most out in the backyard you know just rake yeah. just rake up a bit of trash you're a, um, you're a thinker, Marcus. You've always been a thinker. Yeah. You're also a yeah, doer, probably. but you're a thinker. So I like the thinking going on the team, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Any? Yeah. Go on, Sim. I heard there's some big backyards out in WA. Can you confirm with a nice bluey? Yeah, no, it's big, big, a lot of backyards out in WA, mate. A lot of acreage out here. So, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's a big country. Yeah, it's always something going on. You yeah, seen, always been a room, always a bit of room to grow. So you, see, you seen any stars there lately, Marcus? Obviously, uh, photo circulated of you on the uh, with Basil up on the socials last season. So, any stars um, you've come across lately? Um, come across Justin Longmuir. Um, come across him at the game. That's a fair that's start. Yeah, hey, that. Hey. Yeah, hey, that's hey, a, yeah, like Justin. Fuck, I tell you what, he's, fuck, he's tall, mate. He, he's tall, I swear. Like, he's lanky. Fuck, that's a race of feeling. Fuck him off the stadium, mate. He's that tall. 
He's a big man. Um, but no, 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 no other stars, mate. Just sort of, yeah, just myself in the mirror. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. It's good to hear from you, Marcus. Uh, you sound like you're yeah, doing no. well, mate. I'll have to reach out to you on a personal phone call. I know you were chasing one this week, but um, unfortunately, with my busy schedule, you only get the pod call. But um, no, yeah, we'll- probably, yeah, probably don't. Probably don't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Good to hear from you, though. Appreciate your time yeah. tonight. Uh, any yeah, lasting comments good. for yourself? Or nah, no. Just um, hope everyone over um, over in the east is good. Yeah, um, hope you hope you're healthy, going well, and. Um, yeah, super coach on, lad. It's going to be a big year. And yeah, let, let, let the good times roll. It's good to hear from you, Marcus. All the best, mate. Cheers, boys. Good on you. Enjoy the rest of the night. See you, brother. See you, boys. Louis Backyards, what a treat for the listeners tonight. Good to hear from him. Doesn't mind the sound of his own voice, does he? Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, good on him. He's a good man, boy. He's well go. over there. Let him go. Uh, don't hear from him too often, so. That's uh, good to hear from Let him. Let him get his voice out there. Um, yeah, what a treat that was, to be honest. Good to hear from him. It really yeah. does sound like he's doing well. That's good to hear. Good um, on him. But that's enough air time for him. We're going to move into the most important segment of the show. If it wasn't for this segment, the show and the league simply would not exist. It is this week's Head Dead Matchups. Let's fucking go. You're also tipping for the Cron Hunter tonight, Sim. So oh, last yeah. week's tips, Fuck. Dean Petersons go six from nine. Bang. Cron Hunter, four from nine. Uh, Petersons, 13 on the year. Cron Hunter, eight on the year. Uh, the Petersons outfit, five up after two rounds. So I've taken the early lead here on the tipping department. Um, this is big areas for you, Sim. Big shoes to fill. Big <laughs> shoes to fill. Taking the pop multi Mantis and his tipping. This is a lot to handle right now. Look, if um, the multi gets up, you could probably counter it from going nine from nine here on the tip. So oh. big shoes to fill, mate. Yep, absolutely. First, well, for, first matchup of the week, uh, the brothers, Dean Petersons, uh, projected 1097 uh, versus the Div- Division Killer, uh, 11.59. Yeah, I... It's hard to not back Dean Petersons. Um, here, I'll be taking Dean Petersons. I think you've had a good start to the year. I think you'll have a good year, mate. I think your team's pretty solid. You'd probably talk it down a little bit um, in saying that. I think the Division Killers also got a very good team. Um, but I'll be taking you in this matchup. I'll take myself as well. Cheers, mate, for the wrap there. Um, it's going to be a tough match against the Division Killer. He does have a good side. Team's going all right at the moment. Hopefully, the boys can back it up. Uh, this week, round three, make a three on the trot. The best of luck to Division Killer. Obviously, a couple of handshakes going to go down this weekend, and best wishes. So, I'm um, looking forward to the hit out. Best of luck. Yeah, all the best of both. Yeah, whoever wins goes three and zip. Three and zip. So it's a big, uh, it's a big game. Probably huge game. It probably could have gotten a nod for the matchup of the week, to be honest. But um, I think, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah, could it, have. It doesn't, unfortunately. Anyway, uh, the next game, Scribe V3 projected 10 13 uh, versus the Blazers 1206. I think um, Scribe might be playing a bit of tricks with his uh, team there. I don't think he'd be actually scoring 10 13. I will take the take Scribe in a heartbeat. Credit to the Blazers, but T's and P's again. Yeah, don't mind that. I think Scribe definitely resting his players there. He's probably got Lloyd on the bench. Not sure his exact squad. Brayshaw would definitely be having a rest after that <laughs> 188 this weekend or whatever it was, 189. So, uh, again, like I like tipping the Blazers, but I haven't tipped him this year yet, and uh, it's not going to start now, especially SV3 coming off a Hutto club last week. So, uh, yeah, it's the reigning defending Scribe for mine this week. 
That's a fair call. Uh, we've got the, the Baggies, 12.33 versus the Cron Hunter, 11.50. Um, don't mind the DeBaggies outfit. Um, I'm going to have to tip the great man himself um, on his own tipping. Otherwise, I'll probably get crucified. Um, I'm backing him in for his first win here. Backing the big fella in. I reckon he get his first dub. Credit to the baggies, but uh, the Cron will get his first win this weekend. You know what? Like I've said, that the baggies is my uh, my man this season. Like what he's like how he's going about it. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with you as well, Sim. I'm going to tip the Cron Hunter for his first win this week. He's uh, he's got the he's got the band back together. Maynard comes back. Um, geez, who else comes back on his lineup? He's he's going to. He's going to pick up the chat off the waiver tomorrow morning, so he adds that to his lineup. Is he the first off the rank? He's, yeah, he's the first waiver claim. No doubt he'll pick the chat up. So um, just a valuable asset to his squad. Um, and I think the Cron Hunter gets chocolates this week. No re- disrespect to the baggies, but yeah, Cron Hunter for his first win of the year. Clap that in. Nice tip. Next matchup, Green Demons, 11.53 projected versus Crypto Coach, 12.56. Tight matchup, this. Um, oh, geez, that's a tough one. It is tough, isn't it? Crypto's talking big game. Talking big game. I like where Green Demons is at. I like his score from last week, too, the Green Demons. Yeah. Crypto had a quiet week last week. He did. It's tough. I haven't analysed these two teams well enough to make a, a smart pick here, but I'm just going to go the Green Demons. I'm also going to go the Green Demons. <laughs> Sorry, Crypto, but... Um. Yeah, not much else to it. I just like the Green Demons this week as well. I reckon it's a 50-50 line ball. Coin um, flip it is. Coin flip. You've got the next game, mate. It's really tight. Shout out to both those coaches. Crypto talk a big game at the moment, and uh, he's not far off a win, but I just like what the Green Demons is doing. He's going quietly, and he's uh, you know he really put it up to the coach of the decade last week, and that's why he gets my nod this week, uh, whereas Crypto just surrendered to the reigning defending champ last week. So, give cool. the credit to the Demons. Uh, next matchup. This is a huge matchup for mine. Again, probably stiff not to get matchup of the week. Uh, it's get on the Geary with a projected score of 1090, I believe. Coming up against your co-host tonight, the King of the North, with a projected score of 1166. Um, Sim, talk us through the match. A um, uh, lot, of, lot of respect for this bloke. Not going to... S- get up his ass too much but um he's had a couple of quiet weeks or last week was quiet anyway so i expect him to bounce back it'll be a good matchup um look forward to the contest to be honest um i know we'll both be uh analyzing the um the supercoach app pretty uh intently throughout the weekend um and i'm sure it will be a good game i look forward to it you're tipping yourself oh yeah i'll tip myself yeah you're confident in your in your mob at the moment to take down get on the geary yeah, after last week, I've got a bit of confidence. Come off a hard how can you not be a little bit confident? I'm pretty wary that anything could happen in Supercoach. So, but for Pop, I will tip myself because I, yeah, I'll just be tipping myself. All right, so I've actually spoken again on the Geary today or the last few days. I think I spoke to him prior to knowing that you actually were on. Um, I'm not sure exactly when I spoke to him and I told him I'll be tipping him this week. Um, but unfortunately, get, <laughs> excuse me, unfortunately get on the Geary. Um, I'm not actually going to be able to tip you this week. I'm oh, sorry. It's weak. I, I just, I can't. 
Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tipping in. Let's go. I'm tipping in. Let's go. Get on the gear for the win. I was going to give him the support, but I just liked what you said about yourself. But you know what? Get on the gearing this week. But best of luck. Nah, you're, coming up, you're coming up off a huddle. That's why uh, you seem confident. You seem really confident without showing disrespect. You seem confident. So I wanted to tip you there, but I'm a man of my word, and I say I'm going to tip the gearies. I'm going to tip the gearies. So I show full support to him this week to get back on the winner's list. So yeah, absolutely. Um, he's a good coach. Absolutely. He'll, uh, he'll find a way to bounce back. Apologies for even thinking of not tipping him, to be honest. Apologies, Geary's. But um, we're with you in the end. I'm with you this week. Uh, we've got Bernard and Chris coming up against Bluey's Backyards. Bit of rivalry there. Obviously, they punched on before. Um, Bernard and Chris riddled with injuries this week. I'm just going to go ahead and tip the Bluey's Backyards. He's our caller of the week. And um, he gets the nod for mine this week. Yeah, I'll go Bluey's as well. Caller of the week and... Burnt, yeah, Burnt and Chris had a tough, tough time of it. It's not easy um, with a few injuries, but anything can happen. It's an it? absolute whitewash at the moment here. Yeah. Next matchup, we've got Timbo Slice coming off a double pop club, uh, coming up against straight up premiership contender 2PR. Uh, it's 2PR for mine. It's, uh, it's 2PR quite easily, but Timbo Slice, rate what he's doing. Made some nice claims this week. He's got Willie Rioli shout out. Um, yeah, he's making moves. He's pushing for a win. He's going to get that win eventually. I just, unfortunately for Timbo, I just don't think it comes this week against 2PR, Premiership contender. Yeah. You feel like there'd be a few upsets here, and we're not really picking many upsets, but I will go 2P. I will go 2P, but I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised if Timbo gets his first W. Yeah, he's he's got the band back together now Timbo. So it'll come. I just unfortunately for him I just don't think it's this week. Yeah, I agree. This one's a real tough one. Uh it's the mastermind. It's Nigel Nunga. It's uh with a projected of 11.40 coming up against Carcard Mike Mike Thomas with a projected of 11.85. Both coming off a win this week. Uh Nige. Nige a decent winner against Timbo and Carcard Mike. Um, gets the win against the Crisps. So both coming off a dub, both one-on-one of the year. I haven't tipped the Noonga this year. Uh, I got the tip wrong last week, got it right the first week. I'm going to go with the Noonga this week. Just um, proven coach for mine. So mm. I have to tip him there. But it's so early in the season that it's hard to pick winners. Yeah, it's hard It's hard not pick Nigel. I think can't guard Mike might be a chance. After that wing guard drop, I can't pick him. So Nigel Noonga... That's a barb. Barbara Streisand. It's my tip for the way. So it's a whitewash um, up until this point. That's eight matchups. And it moves us on to our most important segment of the most important segment of the show. It's the one that everybody's watching. It is simply this week's head-to-head matchup of the week. It's time! Fifth verse First, couple of big Spurs boys here go head-to-head here on one of the biggest games of the season so far. It's making me Hewitt's, the Hueys, with a sco- projected at 12.53, coming up against the coach of the decade, the Wanners, with a projected score of 11.98. Both undefeated, both heavyweights of the competition. Arguably, the two best of drafted sides in the comp at the moment. The winner of this simply stakes their claim as the team to beat in the 2022 draft legends season. This will absolutely undoubtedly be the one to watch out of this week's crop of games. Uh, it's a fucking stonker of a game. And as Steve would say, it's a worthy head-to-head matchup of the week. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to take the opposite to you, Sim, um, so that we've got one – because we've tipped the same the whole no, way. you tipped against me, remember? 
You chipped uh, getting the Gary. I did. So I'm going to take the Hueys then. I'm going to take my man, the Hueys. He's, uh, he's been making some moves. I know the coach of the decade, it's, it's hard to tip against him, but uh, I am. I'm tipping against him. I'm taking the Hueys, showing the support of fellow Blue Bagger. Yeah, well, you know who I'm going to tip. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to tip the Warners. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute respect to the Hueys, but his uh, lineup's looking good. He'll have a big year. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be tipping the Warners for this matchup. That's fair enough. A bit of a credit to the great man, Steve. Would you have thought? Big shoes to fill, Sim. Um, you're doing all the right things. You're ticking all the right boxes at the moment. Uh, I could not tip the Warners, really. No, just, you you couldn't. You've tipped, you've tipped him, uh, the Cron Hunter himself. You've tipped the Warners, so um, I'm sure he'd be happy with your tips this week. Job's done. That is this week's head-to-head matchups. Best of luck to everybody and all the coaches being involved here uh, this week. It's, it's going to be a serious hit out. Round three, big. Going to move on to this week's applauses. Um, Sim, what caught your eye? Uh, obviously, the Buddy 100 goals. Huge applause for the great man. Thousand. Oh, thousand. <laughs> thousand. <laughs> typo. <laughs> Come on, Typo. Thousand Buddy, goals. thousand goals. Uh, it's great to see. We already touched on it. That's clearly a big applause, applause of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, next applause. This one is for yourself, uh, Mr. Untouchable. Uh, you and Libba, Libba, sorry, linking up at flight facilities. Yeah, wow. Just talk us through that just quickly. Just what happened? Um, well, yeah, look, it was pretty. I mean, obviously, I've let's let's talk a bit about the backstory. I'll make it quick. Obviously, I've accidentally drafted Libba. Not accidentally, at my own cost. I've I've drafted him because I timed out on my third pick. Accidental. I've ended with him. I've ended up with him. Fair enough. Didn't want him at all. Didn't rate him. I mean, like, I rate him, but I didn't want him at all. Um, But I've got him, and it's just like the stars fucking aligned for me. I'm lining up at flights, facilities to get in, and he's lining up in front of me. He turned around, looked straight at me. I'm like, fucking hell, this is Libra in front of me. What the hell? And I didn't say anything. Bit starstruck. Let him walk in. And uh, I'm not big on... If you see someone out that's like, you know, a semi-famous person, I'm not really about getting in their grill or busting their chops. I just let them be, you know? But unfortunately... This needed to be done. This is probably the one time I've ever done it. And I said, Chris, get your fucking phone out. I'm hassling this cunt. Walked up to him. I go, Libba, look, sorry, mate. I'm not about this. I told him. I said, I'm not about doing this at all. Um, but I need. I simply need to do it. I've drafted you in Supercoach this this year. Um, I really appreciate you dropping a 130 burger on Thursday night. Can I please get a photo? He goes, no problem. And, That's so um, good. Simple as that. We've got the pick and the rest is history. And he's untradeable now. The stars aligned. It's the universe is saying I cannot trade him. So I'm stuck with him this year. He's off the trade table. Um, Libba, my man. And yeah, um, big things of, to come. There's a bit in that. Did you have a bit of niff with him? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. How was he? Um, was he off his head? Or? Uh, look, it was only early days. We literally just walked in. He was very casual, as you could see from the setup that he was running. Mm. Um, I didn't really see him too much. After that, I lined up a couple of spots behind him and all getting some piss. He was on the fizzers. Mm. Um, so he was having a drink, but um, yeah, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Pretty standard. So big shout out. Would have had an iffy if if it was there, I guess. Yeah, no, nice. That's that's actually pretty cool. So that's the story behind it. Yeah, don't Come mind on it. Good on you. Uh, move on to the next applause. This one for mine. Burned or crisp and can't guard Mike. Just good camaraderie exchange after their round two matchup. <laughs> Not much more else to see here. Everyone saw the video on the socials. Um, this one here, uh, I completely forgot about this. I've known about this all week, but um, 
This is the Blazers. Shout out Demi Lovato. Shout out Willie Rioli. This is the Blazers taking care of Tim Watson's insurance policy at the moment. Uh, for everyone that knows, the Blazers, Maz, is in the insurance game, the home insurance, and um, he's taking care of Wispy's um, home insurance uh, policy at the moment. So he's a good man, the Blazers, and uh, so is Wispy. So that's this week's applause is Sim. Don't mind it. Um Got the week, got the weekly. You can't be serious. We do. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. First one off the rank. We've got the chief, Jason Dunstall, sneezing on air during Fox Footy pregame coverage. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Can't just, be doing that. Hold it, big fella. You saw. <laughs> you saw it, obviously. I did not. Did you not didn't. Oh, fuck it. Decent <laughs> sneeze, man. Decent sneeze. <laughs> Boogers. <laughs> He was pretty covered up, but um, he got a bit of backlash off uh, from Ben Dixon. I'm pretty sure off uh, on the bounce. So, uh, oh, yeah, up. it didn't go unnoticed. I need to have a look at that. It's better than that, the chief. I saw photos of this one, but I didn't see it live. This one's fucked. Razor Ray munting his guts up on the flank in front of Puff and Pat in the first quarter of the Richmond GWS game. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. It's obscene, it's obscene behavior, really. It did. <laughs> 2PR was there on the flank, and um, uh, he actually thought that Ray's Ray was bending down to do up his shoelaces at the time, but um, unfortunately for Ray's Ray, just couldn't hold it in, and um, he let it out, and that's just part of the game, I guess. It's uh, umpire or player, these things happen. Yeah. Well, you don't see it very often. <laughs> Fuck me. Come on, cunt. Well, CBS, definitely. Yeah. Uh, mine for this week, the AFL fixturing department for running the overlapping doubleheader this Friday night. Not good enough. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. So it's lucky that the showdown is irrelevant at the moment with Adelaide and Port Adelaide. They're both not, not the greatest teams. But if it was a relevant showdown, you're, you're, you're clashing it with the Melbournes and the Dons game, two big Melbourne clubs. Um, they're claiming it was to clear the schedule for the AFLW on Saturday. Not really sure about that, to be honest with you. Um, it also occurs in round eight. So what's your explanation for round eight AFL? And this is their explanation. Uh, the fixturing department is claiming it is to avoid the three games on the Sunday that usually occur of that weekend, which is Mother's Day. So they don't want too many games on the Mother's Day day because they're afraid people won't actually be able to go to the games or watch the games. Now, no one goes to fucking three games a week on a Sunday. First of all, one game's in Perth. So rub that one out. And you only watch nine games a week if you're Boydo. <laughs> Let's be honest. So the only person that's probably affecting there is Boydo. Mother's Day, usually do a breakfast or a lunch or something like that. It's never a full day thing, so not good enough. It's a, it's a big YCBS from the fixture department. Man. You cannot be serious. Can't Thought, argue thoughts? that. Yeah, can't argue I've that. I've been loving the three Sunday games. Yeah. And the, and the one Friday night game. Yeah, this Friday is a bit cooked. I, that's a bit weird. I could probably understand the Mother's Day claim. I'm not. I'm not too against that. It's still a bit of a. You can't be serious. Definitely, this Friday night is a bit. You know, it's a bit interesting. It um, is. We'll see how it goes, though. Uh, I got one more, Sim. Uh, I forgot to put this one in there, but this is um, this is Wilson transferring the crypto coach's hundred dollar draft legends entry fee um, this week. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Obviously, you heard about that. Yeah, I saw that. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just brain fade. He's had a rough start of the year, the big fella. Why is he – but how has he gotten crypto coaches – there's more to this. How Obviously, he's transferred crypto before. Why? Mm, yeah, there's something going on behind the scenes here. We need to, we need to do a 
uh, deeper dive. Why has he got his bank details plugged in his um, in his <laughs> bank account for? Why is that? Uh, without uh, wrecking the story, I think he's probably just seen crypto coaches' uh, details on the uh, screenshot he sent to you. Oh, I've got you. I've got you. And he's just gone... That's the details. Yes, so yes, he's yes. gone very he's been very rushed about it. So yeah. fucking you can't be serious every day of the week. Yeah, it is. It is. That explains it though. Serious, yeah, that would be it. Be that serious. doesn't I'd rather be if, if that's not right, just let us know, boys. That that probably is right, I would have thought. Yeah. Um that's our YCBS this week. Gonna move on to uh the, this week's Paz of the Week. Hey man, I am to the Ben Cavs house. We got two this week. I couldn't pick between them. First one, Crypto Coach. After one of the biggest draft legends off-seasons known to man and running the team name Crypto Coach, uh, when push came to shove with all the banner and the, uh, the smack talk going on and that he was basically running his mouth all week, he was too much of a coward to accept Scribe's head-to-head Bitcoin bet. Um, it, was, it was weak. It was a coward's move. And he's been talking big game and he just did not produce when it came push, push came to shove. SV3, the reigning defending scribe, definitely would have made that wager as well. That was not all talk. So uh, it's a big pass from Benny, mm, the crypto. Huge pass. It probably should have won it this week, but um, there's two nominations. They'll both go into the end of your nomination basket because this one's just a straight up big pass. And this is can't guard Mike. Mike Thomas, after one poor game from the Chad and one game where he was subbed off in the second quarter after he'd already kicked two snags, he was looking like he was going to have a monster day. Uh, this is Mike Thomas dropping the Chad to the waiver. Um, this is in the Jed Anderson, Lockie Hunter conversation is the worst waiver drop of all time. It's a watch your space. We'll see how it pans out. But um, it's a it's a pass. Yeah. It's a pass. It's a bad drop. Yeah, it's horrible. We yeah. didn't even speak about it in the waiver section. No, it's a huge drop. We forgot about that. It's a huge drop. And we were, it's, um, it's in the conversation as the worst waiver drop of all time. Yeah, it'll probably be the worst one this year. I'd like to see someone top it. It's obviously a long way to go to see how Wingard goes this year. But at the end of the day, he was the top. pick. The fifth round pick, top 15, 24 on last year. Oh, geez, I wouldn't mind being in Pop's situation, uh, picking him up for free this week. It's not a bad little pick It's a up. gift. It's a gift. That's an early Christmas present. It's a howler by, uh, by, by Mark. Mike. Mark, Mike. Same yeah. shit. Same shit. It's nah. a disaster. Disaster. It's not, not what you want to do. So, uh, well, he's just got to move on and keep his head up. Again, it's just our opinion. I'm sure he has a different opinion of him, hence the drop here for mine. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's my segment. It's this week's Pass of the Week. It's a nomination. It'll go in the basket for the end of the year. Shout, uh, shout out, though, to Mike. He's, uh, he's, a, good, he's, moves. he's a good man. He's a good man. He'll bounce back. Um, but it's decisions like that that get you tipped against, right, Sim? That's why you tipped against him yeah. at the end of the day. Oh, just trade wing out on the way if it doesn't sit, sit well with me. I would love to be... Yeah, like I said, love to be in pop situation. Yeah. Um, we usually, when Steve's here, we've got the Hall of Fame now coming up, so I'll play the cue. Um, I did have one ready to roll tonight, Sim. I'm not sure if you saw it earlier in the in the first run sheet I sent you, but it just did not feel right inducting without the Cron Hunter present. So I do apologise, Sim. We're not inducting anyone tonight. It just We're rain-checking it until next week. Nah, that's fair enough. We can't do it all here. We can't. <laughs> we can't. Uh, no wall of shame either to note of this week, so pretty light on. Uh, if you have any nominations getting through, still yet to get one. Good segment. It is a good segment. Just want to nominate them when they're, induct them when they're, when it yeah. feels right. You time, know? The time's right. You've got to feel it. 
Now, this is personally my favourite segment. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback from it. Unfortunately, he's not here tonight, but this is the Get to Know the Cron Hunter. He's not here tonight, so we miss out this week. But, Sim, I know you did nominate a couple of requests, a couple of questions for the Cron Hunter this week if you uh, if he was available. Now, what were they? I think I just had one off the top of my head. Yep. Um, so, I was sitting down at work and I, I was eating dumplings and spring rolls. And I was talking to you at the time. I'm like, what would the Cron Hunter like? Would he would he prefer dumplings or spring rolls? So, let's talk about it for a little bit. All right. Well, I know he's a dumplings man. Uh, I can't I can't confirm or deny the spring roll situation, but I know when he was living out in Ivanhoe and uh, when he was living out in uh, in Heidelberg, I think he was living as well. Um, he was known to order dumplings with Tom M regularly, maybe weekly, Friday weekly sort of thing. Um, so I know he's a dumplings man. He's a dumps man. He's a big dumps man. Likes um doesn't rate the veggie ones though. Rates the chicken and meat ones, chicken and beef ones, or whatever they are. So I can confirm he's a dumplings man. We'll have to get him on the socials to confirm the spring roll situation. But yeah, are you talking like fish and chips spring rolls or? We're just talking spring rolls, really. Oh. Like... <laughs> like from a chine joint? Like the mini no, spring if rolls? You went, or... If you went to like Lucky like Little Dumplings, for example. Okay. And they gave you dumplings or spring rolls. All right. Like I had, I had spring rolls and dumplings from there, and the spring rolls are fucking good. Yeah. Dumplings were also good. What size are the spring rolls? I've never gotten spring rolls from a dumpling place. So I just uh... go there purely for the dumplings. I don't know, they're probably yay big, like 10 cent. Yeah. 10 centimetres. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mini spring rolls. They were pretty nice. Yeah. So maybe we have to uh, wait What about next you? Week. What do you prefer? Oh, I think you can't go past a good dump. So it's a pretty, probably a straightforward question at the, at the end of the day. But those spring rolls from Lucky Little Dumps were good. I'm going to go spring rolls. <laughs> You've got to go spring rolls. Can you give a plug, please, of that name you keep dropping? Where? Lucky Little Dumplings in Greensboro. In Greens Bar, whereabouts? Main Street? Yeah, Grimshaw Street. Standard. Oh, Grimshaw Grimshaw. Street. Um, yeah, shout out to the, the good people at Lucky Little Dumps. There we go. What a plug. Love it. That was get to know get to know Cotton a little bit there, I would have thought. Potentially a little taste of what Cotton likes. So um, really appreciate you uh, jumping on, Sim, at, uh, at relatively short notice. You only found out yesterday and you just dropped what you were doing and come straight on to help us out here at the Draft Legends, get something out in the airwaves. I uh, really appreciate you jumping on tonight. Big thanks to uh, Marcus for jumping on the call. Uh, best of luck to you this week. Really good to hear from you. Sound like you're doing really well. Shout out to the Blazers as well up in Byron, T's and P's. And uh, also shout out T's and P's to Dusty Martin. Obviously battling some stuff at the moment, so um, can understand the pain and um, hope you're doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. It's um, it's always a pleasure. Uh, always love talking a bit of shit with you. So I do appreciate the boys aren't getting sick of me voice too uh, too much. Um, shout out to Mint. Shout out to Heater in the UK. You've been listening to the Draft Legends. Fuck the Mints gets his shout out to the Mints. Shout out to the Mints. Wow. Thanks for jumping on, mate. No, you're right, mate. What a, a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> what a shout out. Oh, cheers, boys. Enjoy <laughs> the listen. On you, boys. We're getting air. Oh. Thank you.